Hey listeners, before we get to the episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th, 2022 Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the right to have a safe and legal abortion. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Learn more by visiting choice.card.co. That's choice.card.co. If you're able to support others, please consider donating to abortion funds. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. And with me today is Alex Finn. I've been pony footing a lot recently, or I have a case of the pony feet. Choose your weapon. Stanson Davis. Uh, teacher, what the fuck is pony footing? Um, I was mainly told I was pony footing when I was a ballroom dancer. And it's because I have an extremely... Amazing natural point for my feet. So whenever it required you to just like kind of sit on the ball of your foot, I would instead go on to point while dancing. Ah, uh, you would go full dressage. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, stop it. <laughs> stop being so fucking extra with the pony feet. And I also, before I took a classical Indian dance, used to bounce like a little bunny. And that's how I got one of my college nicknames, Bunny. Oh. And Stace Babcock. Yeah, um, way to set me up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do you I also do, pony foot? Don't you teach uh, kids to, like, donkey kick people? Yeah, like, pony foot, donkey kick. Now we just need, like, another, what are they called? Horse pile driver? I don't know. No. No um, horse pile driving. That sounds sexual. <laughs> sounds awesome. Oh, <laughs> mare punch? <laughs> what's another one mule mule kick mule kick centaur slam it could have gotten worse Ooh. oh yeah oh. The centaur slam that's a good one hey you listening to this you look like you need some dice how about you get some high quality dice instead of that trash dice that keeps rolling ones on you yeah you know the set and you can get some high quality dice that die hard dice get fantastic metal dice coming out after pride so i think if they haven't like sold out you should still be able to get some nice uh pride stuff from diehard dice mm -hmm. otherwise there's always other options and when you check out you can get 10 percent off your order by using our code explorers wanted you get some dice for cheaper and that supports us as well so do that and if you don't want to do that tell a friend to do that and if they don't want to do that make them <laughs> Just sit there and stare at them until they finish yeah. it. You're not leaving their home until they make the order. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't hurt your friends on our behalf. Mm. Unless. Consent. You can do it. So, who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Samson. The last time we learned the uh, five suits 
of cards in the standard Numenera Steadfast deck. <coughs> Six suits. Yeah, it's five for crowns, an actual physical game in our world. Now, see, I wrote down five, and one of them changes, because it's not... It's Ooh. mostly 73 cards. I have Chance Moth, Seski, Anine, Truth, and Serpent. No, the extra card in the deck, because it's a 73-card deck, has, I don't what? know, I can't remember, a particular chance of being... It's like 73 cards, Moth, So then Chance Moth is the odd suit out? Yeah, I thought I thought we agreed Chance Moth was the one that like changed the number of cards. So it was like often 73 cards, but it kind of changed, because Chance Moths. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to schedule a meeting and really sort this out. Yeah, all right. All right, last time we started with a fantastic recap by Stace. Let's see what else happened. Uh, race scanned Heritons, Numenera nodules, and then fucking had a seizure. So thanks, Race. That's me being salty about Race. Not I don't want to... Anyway, he did learn that the nodules seemed to have some sort of extra-dimensional connection. Dilly called out Race on some of his bullshit. After all that, we get to Fortress Nidal, break in, find that no one is home, which is super suspicious. Get to the door, see that it has a handprint on it, and then some wrinkly boy says, touch it. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I think that wrinkly boy was Bastion. So anyway, we learned that Buddy Cop has the fire, and the reason that uh, Chacha's uh, incorporeal arm has kind of recorporealized is because Chacha has inadvertently like delivered on the favor that Buddy Cop wanted her to do, partially at least. But anyway, Buddy Cop has the fire, and the door is now a bonus. No longer main objective. I think he's wrinkly boy says, I miss playing with you, and that's how we kind of know it's Bastion, I think. I at least wrote that down. And then somehow we also learned that Amaranth Stone is near Draeolus, a.k.a. Amaranth Stone is probably on her way to Nyx's parents. And that's where we ended that. Or at least that's where I stopped taking notes, so. So... Yeah, there's this figure that only Cha-Cha sees. Cha-Cha, this figure that once again looks like Bastion, but if he was like shrunken and wrinkled. And he just told you that Buddy Cop had a message for you, and that was that Amaranth Stone is nearing Draeolus. Did I tell anybody? You had not had a chance to yet when we ended the episode. Okay. Woo! Alex, the person cannot remember why Draeolus is important. Draeolus is where Key is. Key is where Nix's parents are. I feel like there's more than one thread in uh, in Key at this point. There is another potential Nyx thread in Key, and that the one who's heading up the... Plates? Or at least the one that you could find records of, of the plate program. Oh, right. Maybe a Pathfinder that's stationed in Key. Or at least in Dreolus. You don't know if it's Key for sure. Why did we send our parents there? Seems like bad planning on our part. I wanted Nyx to send her parents out of the country, and they'd be safe there. That's what I wanted. They are out of... Did we? Out of the Steadfast. Like, have them go north. Isn't that what we did? No, they're out of Navarine. I mean, like, completely out of the Steadfast. Oh, okay. Alex, the person doesn't understand the map of Numenera. So I'm just like, Mm -hmm. maybe they're out of the city. Maybe we're not. And we wake up. <laughs> Maybe we've been in the city this whole time and nobody told me. Holy shit. <laughs> this has been a very what? long prologue. <laughs> wow. Chat is going to turn to Nix and Dilly. So, um, we might have a small problem. Okay. Yeah. What's up? Um, Amaranth Stone's on her way to Driolis. That seems important. I don't... Eh? Eh? 
Also, Buddy Cop has the fire. Like he was waiting for this moment in time. Maybe I shouldn't have joined. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um. But like, gotta keep looking forward. Can't look back. It happened. Nobody can reverse time. That's not a thing. <laughs> Billy briefly looks at the camera like... Uh, yeah, that was a one-time deal, Chasha, so... And that was, like, what, five minutes? So it's not like it could have helped us at all. Maybe. Oh, fuck. Could it have? Shit. Uh, not, well, actually. Yeah. Anyway, it can't do it anyway, so... Um, it's forbidden, Adelbrin. Oh, Aster says it's forbidden, because I guess time nonsense is not a... They don't like time nonsense. But, like, this is beyond the point. But, like, if we hadn't done it previously, we wouldn't have known it was forbidden. And then we could have done it this time and found out it was forbidden. Ignorance is bliss. And ignorance is an excuse not to know crime. Yeah, but, like, you guys did not see what I saw when Hey You, like, contorted into a literal arch made out of body parts. So I stand by my earlier decision. Oh, yeah, you, you do you. It was your cipher to use as you wanted to. I was just saying, like, ignorance means you can do crime. Uh, Chasha? Ray says, I'm not sure that's how it works. Yeah. Well, that's I agree what. with race. Ignorance is bliss means, right? Ignorance is bliss, and bliss means I can do crime. Uh, that, two very different things. I'm not saying I did crime. I'm just saying, how will I know if I crime if I'm ignorant? Uh, we're off topic. Save that. <laughs> save this discussion, Nix. I know, I know, stopping Gma is important, but I also kind of feel like we should deal with fucking Buddy Cop first. I mean, that's hard to argue with, Dilly. Honestly, this seems like a pretty extreme thing going on, and and I agree with you, actually. But like the second we're done, we're going to keep. Yeah. Yeah. So, Chacha, I don't know who you're talking to, but could they get us an audience with Buddy Cop? Because maybe we can, like, I don't know, uh, maybe, like, Chacha, uh, um, is whoever you're talking to nearby right now? Is he? I've never completely gotten used to this Chacha where people talk about me like I'm not here. I know, it's kind of weird, but, like, we also do that to Aster, so it's kind of, I guess, a people thing where you just talk about people. Yeah, and I'm not sure which one of us is older at this point. You did age very rapidly oh this is just uh this is my uh punishment for not moving things along earlier he's got bigger things to do than keep me young yep 700 plus years it catches up to you fast you have aged very gracefully for 700 years thank you cha-cha i think you have aged very gracefully for someone who has aged six years yeah so we usually just let this play out like it's it's the only thing we can really do Am I six years old? Have I not been able to legally enter a contract this whole time? We've been doing child labor. Well, no, you've been like artificially aged six oh, years old. Oh, thank you. At least that's what he told me. Oh, yeah. That probably happened at some point in time. I was worried that I was actually a child. Oh, Samson, fighting the urge to stay in character while also to correct a detail that he knows the answer to. It's beautiful to watch. I, no, I, I, I not correct a detail. I just... Uh, Say it. How the fuck does he know? He's that, always watching. How does Buddy Cop know? Always watching. Probably the bracelet. Or that fucking merchant that was a little too helpful. That guy was suspicious as hell, and Chasha never opened that box. What box? Of juggling balls. 
Is that what's in the box? You never open it. Do I still have the box? You still have the box. <laughs> How have I not opened this box? Because juggling is a crime and you know it in your heart. Is it though? <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Dude, you're the one that made it a crime. Yeah, this is... This, this. I know. I love how it's just like, it's a crime. <laughs> that was your contribution to this world. Like Juggling's illegal. But yeah. um, No, he's still here. Like, right here. Uh, okay. Can he give us some space for a second? She looks at Bastion like, yeah? What do you think? You know? I mean, I suppose. I mean, I can sort of hear you anytime I'm in the area. So... Oh. Is my voice very carrying? No, it's just that voices carry more where I am. And to be honest, um, your your friend there, I mean, he wouldn't know if I was listening anyway. Fair point. I could be listening whenever. All the time. She turns to Dylan's like, yeah, you can have space. All right, quick huddle. Okay, so what I'm thinking is, Chacha, you asked for an audience with Buddy Cop under the guys that you're gonna like apologize and then we come with you and like fucking while you're distracting buddy cop we get him or rather we throw nicks at him and race and i help what with are you that. going to throw me with dilly your you're just muscles? gonna uh. throw her <laughs> yeah yeah uh, that's that was my concern like could you two both successfully throw nick i mean you might want to like build a catapult yeah yeah no dilly I, I, that's it yeah build a catapult yeah yeah catapult seems yeah I, I could. I could do that. Pocket catapult could work, but I was being metaphorical. I'm just picturing Bill Murray being like, get her? That was your whole plan? Get her? <laughs> but anyway, yeah. We, like, do you think that would work? Do you think you could get an audience with Buddy Cop? Yeah, but like, this sounds really out of character for me as a person. Have you ever known me to apologize for something? Uh, no, but I've also never known you to be consistent. So, eh. Josh nods like, this is also facts. Chasha, I have seen you wear a mustache and, like, actively lie to people, so how is it different to lie to Buddy Cop that you're sorry? I mean, it has to be a plausible lie. The mustache helps. Yeah, he wouldn't like you lying to him. Yeah, he wouldn't like you lying <laughs> to him. Wait, Chacha, I thought... <laughs> I said you could have space. I didn't say he wouldn't listen. Like, those are two separate issues. You asked for space, not privacy. Dilly just kind of lies down on the ground and sighs deeply. What I could say is that, you know what? Fuck it. Let's open the door. What, right now? No, no, no. We could say that to Buddy Cop. Like, if he comes here now, I will open the door. Because honestly, if we fail to kill him, I might as well open the door, you know? I... The logic uh, there escapes me, Cha-Cha, a little bit, but... Yeah, because if we fail to kill him, it's because we're dead and... yeah. I won't die, but you guys will die, and therefore, by the transitive properties, we should all die. I mean, I like the first part of the plan, honestly. <laughs> I guess, like, getting an audience with Buddy Cop, is that a thing you can do? Yes or no? Yeah. I, I assume if I told him I will open the door if he comes here right now, because I'm in the door-opening mood, I was just PMSing last time. Oh. He's a guy, he'll believe it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. enough. (laughs) You know how many um, not Um, crimes I've gotten away with by saying, oh, man, I was PMSing. Things aren't that bad in the ninth world, are are they? It's not that (laughs) post-apocalyptic.
Is it? No, no. I assume small towns, uh, oddly, yes. Oddly, even in the rule books, the ninth world is better than we are right now on that. Mm. Good. I'm just making small towns still bad. <laughs> you can change the cities, but small towns? Maybe, uh, Chasha, you say, like, you realize that you're friends were like leading you astray or whatever and screw the guardians and you're opening the door like a switch sides thing and then me and dilly we hide in race two and when it's time you know catapult yeah the first part of what she said is okay i mean those guys the guardians i mean those guys suck they're a pain in the ass yes but yeah the uh the second part i'm not so sure about but Oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be giving you guys a, a little as much privacy as I can. I will continue to pretend not to listen. No, we said space. We said space, not privacy. Exactly. Oh, he takes one more step away from you and then stops and just kind of fiddles with his fingers. So, like, the second part, was that the PMSing or was that me opening the door because transitive properties? I mean, he would love it if you opened the door, and I would love it if you didn't have to worry about your debt to him anymore. I'm just thinking, like, attacking him seems like it would make him really mad. Yeah. And I'd worry what he'd do to you, Cha-Cha. Well, I probably wouldn't be involved in the attack, honestly. I don't do much damage. I'm just more a force of nature. We're all nodding right now. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, That makes sense to me, Cha-Cha. We could also try and mutate him again. Well, that didn't go so well last time. Yeah, but, like, might be fun for one person. I'm not sure which person it's going to be fun for yet. I'm just saying, you open the door for him, he gets what he wants, and maybe he leaves us all alone. Right, but he has to be here to witness it. Like, he has to witness me. Oh, he'd probably love to. I mean, it'll just take him a while to get here. He's pretty far away right now, and he can't just boop like I do. Where is he? Oh, oof. I'm not sure I'm supposed to tell you that, Chasha. Does it start with a D? No, it doesn't. Does it contain Olus? No. Inside check. Okay, so this will be a 15. This isn't Cirque du Soleil, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. It is definitely not. <gasps> oh. Okay, I'm going to use some a level of effort and intellect, yeah? Bring it down to a 12. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use one XP to re-roll it. That was like an 11, and I was just like, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, that's way too close. Mm-hmm. 13. Okay. He is telling the truth. Those are not locations. You get the feeling like it's grudging that he's even answering those things. He could potentially get in trouble just by sort of helping you narrow things down. But you also get the impression that, you know, for all his, like, weird behavior and things like that, Bastion really likes you as a friend and really wants to make you happy. It's just that he also knows that there are very real consequences for upsetting Buddy Cop. Mm, I don't know what to do with this. Do with what? Did he tell you where your Buddy Cop Buddy Cop is somewhere far away, but it is not Dreolus. And so we would have to wait here for an extended period of time. Is Buddy Cop in the Steadfast? Tata kind of turns to Bastion. Um, this is something I'm always a little fuzzy on. What, what do you guys consider the Steadfast? I have no idea. Chacha turns to Dilly and just stares at him. Uh, what's up? 
Oh, oh, oh you, you can't hear him. What do we consider the steadfast? East of the Black Riage, south of the Criscal Skyfields, and north of the... Uh, I think there's a frozen wasteland to the south, but I don't know what it's called. Mm-hmm. And that It's west of the Riage, by the way. West of the Black Riage is what I meant to say. Oh, oh, yeah, he's in the steadfast side. Oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. That's still a pretty big area for us to cover, you know? Yeah, hopefully he sees it that way. God, I hope so. I will see it that way. I don't I don't want to get any older, Cha-Cha. This really sucks. That's what I've heard about getting older. I can't remember if I've ever, you know, been old or not. Can't really play anymore. We can still do pranks. Yeah, yeah, I still like that. I'm just saying, like, I get, I get tired more easily. I can do the pranks and you can laugh. I just think it might be hard for you to uh, do what you like doing the most for people. I feel like that's a personal question, Cha-Cha. <laughs> what, you, you don't like eating people? Preferably, I like eating snakes the most. And he kind of looks over at Nyx. She can lure them out. Oh. It's kind of one of those situations where you have to, like, weigh out the idea of, okay, do you get the one in your, like, in front of you? Or do you, like, wait for more? Oh, man, that's a good point. Maybe I should hang around a bit. You sure she won't mind if I eat a few? I don't know, but I uh, think she cannot see them. Hmm. So what she doesn't know won't hurt her. Maybe. Maybe. I cannot make any promises. Dilly, at this point, you've noticed an Aster's overlay. He has identified an anomaly a little ways away from Cha-Cha. Something that is roughly the same height as Mm Cha-Cha, but otherwise, it's indistinct. Okay. Uh, Hey, 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 Cha-Cha, so could we we narrow down where Buddy Cop might be? Oh, he's in the steadfast. That's pretty narrow. Is he north of the Voil Chasm? Really trying hard not to pull the fucking map right now. Jesus Christ, Samson. <laughs> I mean, we got in the steadfast, but not Dreolis. I think that's pretty good, yeah. I tease about the map stuff, Samson, but I, I love that you're that engaged in it. So just to be clear. I'm also trying to remember what or trying to think about like what Dilly would know. Probably like big landmarks in the steadfast, but not like small towns and shit like that. Yeah, it's probably very hit or miss for sure. Yeah. So Bastion says, I don't know what that thing is. Ah, crap, crap. Um, Just pretend that Chacha's just laying every word so we can do this conversation smoothly. Okay, okay. I wish I knew the names of rivers. Um, That one that smells. Poop River. Stink River, but that was a kind of minor one. Okay, how about this? Is Buddy Cop within a two weeks walk of us? Mm-hmm. Maybe? I guess it depends on how fast you move. Is Buddy Cop near a lot of people right now? He's near a lot of trees. Ooh, is it the trees that make that are bad for the no-no area? What what do you mean no-no area, Cha-Cha? She makes the gesture, like a circular gesture. No. Are the trees near a large body of water? Ish. This is going to make me uncomfortable, Cha-Cha. I really shouldn't say much more. Yeah. So, um... And we gotta end the uh, conversation here. Okay. Or else we will lose our asset. I, I mean, it, it, it's not being much of an asset right now. I think that's a little rude. It's very rude. 
Well, I is he your friend Cha Cha or is he not? Like, what is it? He is. Nix, give me a perception roll. For Nix, it will be a six. Four. Oh, uh, probability engine. So do I just? Why not? Okay. That turns it into a five. Damn it. Which is still a failure. Oh, shit. All right. We roll the die again for True. the probability. We got rid of a bad one, though. We got rid of a bad one. So so a new one is saved. There's a little, like, buzz and light in Dilly's bag, and Dilly's just like, what the fuck? Oh, Dilly, roll me 1d100. Oh, come on. Oh, right. Depletion. Uh, 32. Okay. Good. Yeah, Nix, you don't really notice anything. Seems kind of gloomy in here. All right. You guys just see Nix looking at the shadows. Doesn't seem as warm. A little chilly, guys. They're always chilly. In fact, you've been getting chillier and chillier. Do we need to warm her up? Do we just, like, rub her? I do miss Hubert the second in, like, these circumstances. Well, he was killing you, so... Sorry. If Bastion... I don't know if you said who you've been talking to, but if it's him, if he's not going to help, then I... Do we just leave? I, it feels weird to leave the door by itself, unguarded. I mean, who's going to open it? Me? But still... It's unguarded. You could. I could open the door, actually. Would that make you feel better, Dilly, if I just opened no, the door? Yeah, no, not at all. Because I think what we could also do right now is either go look for some trees by a river, or we could go to Driolis and, I guess, fight Amaranth Stone. I have a thought of where he might be, but if it makes Bastion uncomfortable... Mm. Well, no, it's he was uncomfortable with giving you exceedingly narrower points to look for a buddy cop because that would implicate him as an accomplice and if we do not succeed that would be very bad so it's kind of one of those things where you want someone helping you from the shadow but like with enough plausible deniability that they can be like hey man i didn't actually help them i just you know maybe said the wrong thing at the wrong time and they took and ran with it i was totally not part of this rebellion so you can't like accuse me of treason and torture me more Real friends would be an accomplice, just saying. But, like, also real friends would let their other friends survive their choices not to fight in a war. Yeah, I don't I don't mean to be a rude, Chacha, but your friend Dilly seems kind of like a dick. But yeah, sometimes. I think it's because he's having issues with his son. He, I don't know what you're talking about, but if, if, if you're talking about what I think you're talking about, he's not my son. See, like, he won't even acknowledge his own son anymore. It's a relentless reaper. He's older than I am, like... Probably by millennia. But you brought him to life. Into, you brought him into this world. No, I did not. He was in this world long before me. But you helped him revive. It's like reincarnation, you know? Like, you're just a really old soul in a new body. He just remembers his, you know, past lives. Technically not wrong. So you're his current parent. But you're saying that you won't acknowledge him because he had parents in the past. Because he killed Vlad. And also, he's a relentless reaper and not... My son, literally, not my son. I mean, just because you didn't, like, physically birth him, are you saying that he can't, you can't be his parent? You're getting me off track. No, we're, we're not doing this. No. I I have a, the I have a theory that Buddy Cop might be in the Westwood. That's my thought right now. I, I don't know. Chacha, like, side-eyes Bastion to see if, like, there's any, like, tell, like, oh, no. Oh, well, that'll be another... Um, Perception roll? Social oh. roll. In insight roll. Yeah. So it'll be 15. 17. Um, Bastion definitely looks nervous at that. It's like, so uh, should I tell Buddy Cop to come here or for you to open the door or what? Um, Tell Buddy Cop that we're going to go to Dreolis and like kill Amaranth Stone. Well, I mean, it's not open the door, but I think he'll be happy with that. Yeah, 
I know. Like, she's a thorn in everybody's side. So we'll go to Dreolus, kill Hammer and Stone. When he senses we've done that, then we'll meet back up here. Okay, cool. I think he'll be very happy with that. He does not like her for some reason. I think they had a run-in, and um, I tried to help with that run-in. Just kind of a, hey, okay. kaiju battle, blah-blah. Well, um, I'll, I'll go let him know, and I, I look forward to seeing you again soon, Cha-Cha. Yeah, good luck. He walks through some sort of threshold and disappears. Perception check to make sure he's gone. Ooh, that'll be a 15. Okay, I'm going to use three levels of intellect. So that's a three. I got a 10. Okay, he's definitely gone. Chacha, like, walks backwards real close to Dilly, like, without touching him, and be like, you may have hit the nail on the head at where he is. Shit, okay. Don't say anything out loud. Just nod slowly, and we will go to, and she does huge air quotes, Dreolis. Dilly nods with, like, his whole torso. <laughs> No neck flexion at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Esther, I am still trying to help you with your relationship with your father. It is difficult. Dilly, you have a moment. Esther is going to try to generate an illusion. It is up to you whether or not you... Well, you could attempt to roll to try to stop him from doing so. Does Dilly sense what the illusion will be or just that he's taking control of it? Just that he's starting to form one. Yeah, all right. Dilly lets it slip through. A full-size Asper appears next to Dylan. 10-foot-tall shadow monster. Yeah. It is appreciated, Cha-Cha. I'm sorry that we are both so stubborn. You got it from your father. (laughs) I think you're right. Not me. I am not the father. What the fuck? I mean, it's one of those things where, like... If you can later come up with a justifiable reason for Vlad, it will really help your case. I thought he was going to stop us. So you ripped his heart out? I mean, that's the best stopping power. I Boom. Cha-Cha, you're not helping. In the moment, I decided he was a threat to the objective, and I took steps to eliminate that threat. This whole time, he's just been staring at Cha-Cha. And then he slowly turns and looks at Dilly. As I have said to you multiple times, I am sorry. I did not intend to hurt you. And then the illusion disappears. This is real character development. He is willing to be the better person? It's a sack of shit. That's what it is. Like, is he capable of choice or not? I don't know, because he doesn't seem to want to fucking, like, just break away from the protectorate. He's not even a fucking relentless reaper body anymore. Like, what the fuck? Listen, he is what you made him. And if you keep giving him... I didn't make him. If you keep giving him good guidance, then maybe he'll be the man you want him to grow up to be. I. That's oh how children God. work. I think. So, uh... <laughs> Human <laughs> children. Yeah. Guys, so I feel like... What's up? We've gotten into some feeling. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll start walking. We'll, we'll start walking, but, like, think about it, Dilly. Your son needs you, and you need him. Chacha starts walking in a direction. She's not sure where she's going, but she's walking. Holy, she's just fucked up. <laughs> All right. Before we go, and we should go, I guess, but before we go, we should at least, like, try to find, like, some communication apparatus equipment or something. At least tell somebody that the door is unguarded. Seems like a race issue. He should be able to, you know... <laughs> 
don't don't say it like that, maybe. It's, he should be able to like solve it, right? He should be the one telling people. Well, now that you say that, you guys notice that uh, race is not in this room with you anymore. Did he pee himself and have to go change his pants? Or is he evil? I, Nix, what do you smell? <laughs> what, what, do your, what? what does your snake senses tell you? <laughs> I guess... Did, Ray, did race pee himself? I don't know. Do snakes flick out their tongue to smell? Yes, they do. Yeah, All right, do. so Nyx flicks out her tongue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this will be a perception roll of 21. Okay. I mean, we're all looking. Can we, like, help? Yeah, you guys, if you guys are both willing to help, you could give her two assets for this, which would make it uh, 15. Yeah, Dilly's helping, at least. And I guess Nyx will, will be very confident in her ability to smell piss with her tongue. <laughs> so does that make it a okay. 15? It makes it a 12. 12. And then I'll spend one level. And that's, that's all it's worth to me, guys. Nat 20. <laughs> okay. Nine. Oh, no. Gosh. Fine is pissed so good. Okay. <laughs> if he actually There pay. is no piss, but... There is no piss, but you actually are able to detect like the faintest remnants of heat in the air where he passed out of this chamber. So he didn't pee his pants? He did not pee his pants. You get the feeling like he went off somewhere, but it wasn't like he peed his pants or ran away or anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, seems like he might have stepped away, guys, but no. No no, no urine so far as I can tell. But for... Can I... Uh, uh, for major effects... Oh, right. I have a suggestion. Okay. The heat trail is followable. Ooh. You could use them snaky skills to, like, follow his scent. I mean, that's a... Yeah, that's a good idea. Like, you don't smell his pee, but you smell him. Which I hope is, like, still okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He smells better than Dilly. Wow. Oh, fuck. Like a breath of fresh air, guys, race. Well, Dilly does have them flappy flaps. (laughs) All right. He's been showering good. Yeah. I'm sorry we've been out in the wild for like a month now. No, wait, I would have showered at the Uh, safe house. Fuck you. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you just aren't used to your flaps and having to wash in between them. That's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this way, guys. Chachik, you mutate me so I smell good all the time, please. Just real quick. I'm joking. Raises her hand like... well, I was joking. I was joking. I was joking. Unless you can, like, definitely do it, like, no, 100%. No. no. Right. This mind. is random. You got a good one randomly. Right. No, I know. I'm sorry. Next, you're being productive. I'm sorry. Productive. Chacha, you feel a quivering in your pocket. Me? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, shit. It's super <laughs> the first. Haven't fed him in, like, a month. Well, there's, like, snacks in my pocket. You always have snacks in your pocket, don't you? Who are you talking to? Daily the person. Don't you always have snacks? That's like the first rule of adventuring. Always have snacks. No, I, no, I, I don't have snacks. Rations. Chacha just kind of like looks at you like, bad at this. Chacha pulls out Hubert the First. Hubert the First is alive, but he, he definitely looks older. I mean, he did age six years along with you. Oh, that's a lot of age for a mouse. Yeah, and he is sort of wheezing. He is alive, but wheezing. He's got the asthma. Okay. Nix, you start following the trail. I have to have a heart to heart with you, Bear the First. All right. Dilly, up to you. Um, I'll go see where Race is. Okay. Nix and Dilly, you follow this trail 
until you reach Race, who is weeping in a corner. You can hear him sniffling in the distance. Like... (laughs) And as you guys approach, you can see him. He is crouched over the body of a woman you don't recognize. When the one thing you do recognize is that next to her body as a pile of those same pieces of Numenera that Harriton expelled from his body. And next to her in this blood-stained pile is an open notebook. Uh, next we'll pick up the notebook. Okay. Looking in the notebook, you will see that it is currently open to a page that seems to be filled with notes, almost like a real-time transcription of you and Dilly's conversation with Harriton. <sighs> Well, that's not good. Who who is she, Race? <laughs> this is this is Saran. She she was in training with me. I had no idea that she'd become an auditor. I didn't know you could become an auditor so young. I'm so sorry. She's she was she was really nice to me. She was really really nice. Nyx will pick out a knife, and we should uh, take care of her. Race and I was just like, yeah, um, I, I can do it. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I can do it. Nyx will sharpen the, you know, do a couple swipes of the knife on whatever whetstone she has and hand it over. Okay. He carefully, unevenly, it's clearly the first time he's had to do this, but he still cuts that strip of skin and removes it and opens up his pack and he pulls out a small pouch, clearly some sort of Numenera he acquired at another time because he slips it in and seals it, and it locks. And he sets it down. He gently wipes the knife on a scrap of cloth on the ground, hands it back to you, and then he turns and begins throwing up in the corner. Looks like you were right, Dilly. Dilly is shutting up, doing the kindest thing he can right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, fire's affected all the auditors. Nix will start to look back through the notebook, any prior recorded conversations... Yeah, so there isn't a whole lot of context around them, but there are definitely other conversations here having to do with, like, random missions, from what you can tell. In-world, there's real context. Like, there, these are actual missions. Like, there's clearly, like, detailed transcriptions here. Again, every time they reference, there is some other auditor that is featured in the transcription that is doing the talking that this person is recording their words and the individuals that respond to them. But none of the individuals that appear in the other pages are names that you recognize. So, Nix is specifically looking for any clue as to how the fire operates, where the fire originated, what the fire is. You will not find anything like that in this notebook. Nix makes sure Race is looking away and quickly searches the body. Give me some sort of perception or investigation roll of 12. Damn it, four. I'm going to re-roll that. Screw that. (laughs) Okay. You can always use the probability engine if you don't want to use an XP. You can always see what the probability gives you. Ooh. I mean, sure. Okay. That's up to Dilly, though, if he wants to allow you to do it. He can only do it if if Dilly's present and he wants to let it happen. Uh, (laughs) I'm down for it. I think, again, it just goes off in his bag and Dilly's just like, what the fuck keeps happening? Okay, so that makes it a 16. Nice! You do find one small thing on her person that looks like a inscription for a tavern 
the tavern seems to be called Hide Man's View. Is there an address? There's not an address. What is the cuisine? But if you want to, you could give me a recent events and rumors (gasps) (laughs) of 12, which would be a nine for you, I believe. Yes. And then I'll spend a level of intellect on that. Seven. Uh, Quick bookkeeping for Dan. 27 on depletion roll. What'd you get, Stace? Seven. You've heard of this from other travelers. It is a legendary bar in Bodrum. It is supposed to have the best drinks. It is supposed to be the wildest party scene. Uh, guys, looks like we're going to Bodrov. I've heard of this place. You want to talk about Ragers? What's the, what's the place called? High Man's View. High Man's View. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a, a high view of mankind? Or is it the view of a man who is high? <laughs> <laughs> I would need to check, but I think Bodrov is like on top of a plateau. Like it's like a whole raised city. Yeah, it's the uh, fortress city, right? That was built for the queen. And the queen was like, I don't want no fucking fortress city. You peasant, aka extremely rich noble who can build the city. Yeah, I am going to finally cash in a nat 20 roll I had on Bodrov like two years ago. Nice. <laughs> Yes, the High Man's Tavern is near the center of Bodrov. Master Asus spoke of it in the sense that it was where, as people were building out Bodrov, while it was an early tavern, first it was a tent, it is where all the planning happened in the build. Mm. It was the center of all the engineering design for the entire city. Most people would assume that the center of the city would be the the fortress, the, the sort of palace that was built for the queen. But that has remained mostly empty except for servants. The real center of Bodrov, even if it isn't in the exact center, is that tavern. I like to think uh, Daily up until now just thought of it as like a watering hole Aestus went to a lot that he talked about a lot. So when uh, Dilly mm-hmm. hears that, he's like, that fucking place? Master Aestus used to go there all the fucking time. Never let me in. I always had to like sit and sit with the Anines. Wait, what? Ugh. You were in Bodrov? Yeah, I went on there with, with uh, Master Asus a few times. He liked to network with all the different rights around Navarine. You know, share knowledge, all that bullshit. Not bullshit, obviously, but... All right, well, uh, I vote we head there and, like, check out the fireplace and shit. Oh, shit, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, what's the fastest way there, you think? Because walking's probably going to be a little slow, right? Is there a river we can take? I don't know. Traveler? What do you think? Former traveler? Oh, uh, navigation for Nyx. Okay, so this would be a 12. Is that with Nick's training already? No, it's not with Nick's training already. Okay, so nine. Nine. You can't think of any convenient ways there unless there's something that is new to you. It's unclear to you to what degree Osmus's essentially like subway system extends. Throughout the steadfast, you know it didn't reach all the way to key but you don't know if there would be something faster there. But as far as you know, at least anything that you have a direct experience for over land, I mean, it's it's just sort of, it's just heading west, essentially, from here until you reach that plateau. Yeah, Dilly, unless uh, Osmus has a train that's heading that way, it's really just a lot of walking. Oh. I mean, we finally have a lead, Dilly. All right. All right. It's too bad somebody didn't take the teleport ability, but... And again, she would have to have been there. She could at least get us closer because she has a literal map of fast travel points. Literally been to Shalmas, which is not that far. Mm-hmm. So with that, we cut back to Cha-Cha and Hubert the First. I don't think I took anything instead. I think I just like teared up and like 
didn't make a decision. That was it. I didn't. Yeah. Also, and this is Samson talking to Alex. It would be very fun if Chacha could just teleport and then that's just a big fuck you to the travelers. I'm just saying that'd be very funny. (laughs) It would be funny. (laughs) Is that like the nano ability that I could pick? It's a nano ability. Yeah, That was the. You could teleport anywhere on the same planet that is a place that you know of and have been to, like you can visualize. It was either that or dust to dust, wasn't it? And you can spend effort to take additional entities with you. We might do that. But she's in the other room talking to Hubert the first. <laughs> so you're holding Hubert. This is they've gone and done their thing. Well, this is all happening. This is your time with Hubert the first. And Hubert just first just is sort of wheezing and looks at you and goes mind reading. Okay. So Hubert the first tends to think in images and concepts. So when Hubert the first looks at you, he sees you as warmth and food and protection, family. I'm, I'm going to ask you this, Hubert the first, and I want you to be honest with me. Is this where you want to retire? Would you prefer me to find you a safe place to retire? You could retire with the Guardians of Night's Hope. Or do you want to keep on going? So with mind reading, you definitely know that Hubert the first does not understand a word you're saying. <laughs> he is a mouse with antlers. I, uh, I guess if... You see me as warmth and protection and food. I guess you do have to keep going until the end. But I will make sure before my end you are safe. Chacha like nods. You got the first sort of nuzzles your thumb. Aww. And then pees in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> Chacha finds another pocket of snacks to put him in. Mm-hmm. He happily goes in there and you can feel him. Yeah, and you can feel him, like, sort of scribbling around in there and munching, and then it's very clear that very quickly he goes to sleep. Yeah, we've had magic, the hands clean, everybody. She just does, we're not walking around with pee hands, I promise you. Yeah, you bear the first piss is not very tasty, but... I mean... It, it only lasts for a second, so... And Cha-Cha's tasted worse when she's used hedge magic. Yeah, I just, Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, what did you just say? <laughs> you remember that was like the one caveat of Tetch Magic, anything I clean, I taste. Oh, that's right. So every time she's cleaned Dilly or Nyx or anything like that, she's tasted it for a moment. It's like me giving you a tongue bath for me, not you guys. I, I think my brain just got confused because I thought what Dan said is that Cha-Cha's piss gets worse every time she's... How does your pee get worse? <laughs> how, what, how do we know that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Samson, I have three pages of world-building notes on this. <laughs> <laughs> when horrors and humans have a child, acidic piss, such and such. Anyway. That could be a thing. I never said that Cha-Cha was horror and human hybrid. No one knows. Nurture over nature, Dan. Just saying. I mean, I am proudly insisting that Aster is your son. <laughs> anyway, Cha-Cha goes out into the hallway. I think you'll be able to find Dilly. From the crying of certain people? Mm-hmm. The wailing. Mm-hmm. I'm not making fun of him, actually. Well, the sound of race throwing. Oh, him, yeah. Probably. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to say, he probably is crying loudly and throwing up loudly because this is a sad moment for him. Mm-hmm. So Chacha finds them. So Chacha saddles on up to the group. Hey, we got a lead. Okay. You wouldn't happen to know a fast way to get to Bodrov, would you? <laughs> Sorry. Um, we're going to Bodrov. So. Are walking there? Is it far? Yeah, farther than Shalmas. Like how many days? Uh, a day? One d- day? Two days? 
Dilly looks at Nyx, just like, I have about 100 miles. Depends on how fast we walk, Chacha. Do I need to build a cart again? I thought you'd been working on your cardio. No, a cart for Nyx to pull us again. I won't, I won't do that unless, unless. Um, race kind of leans up, like wipes his mouth. Like, no, no, I can walk. I don't need a cart. I no, I no. That was that wasn't uh, for you. That was for all of us. Because except for me, why make Nick's do all the work? Because I'm strong. Like honestly, I'm strong, and I want to be stronger. That's how it works. Just perpetually, yeah. Yeah. Nick's enjoys it. It's her workout. She just goes into a trance. Like, oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm pretty strong. I could help. How many miles per day do you do? I don't know. Um, you know, lately I've had more energy, but I don't know, maybe somewhere between 15 to 20, depending on the terrain. Oh, yeah, that's DC. Yeah. So, four, five, five days? Five days from Shalmas, yeah. Still two weeks to Shalmas. And also, we wouldn't be going to Shalmas. We'd be, you know, straight line to Bodros, right? I thought it was 100 miles. Maybe following the road, whatever's faster. Yeah, for, well, that's from Shalmas. Oh. You're probably closer to, if you were doing a straight shot from where you are now, you're probably talking about like 400 miles. I could meet you there. What? Yeah, so it's a three-week trip. Yeah, I'll just meet you there. Three weeks. What? Why aren't you coming with us? Well, I can get there faster. How? I can teleport. Excuse me, Jasha. What? What? I can teleport. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on that. Like, I've been watching Bastion do his thing for long enough that I'm pretty confident I can do it, too. Um, <laughs> can, uh, what, uh, can we come with? The whole thing costs you six intellect points, but then you can also spend effort on top of that. For each level of effort you use, you can affect up to three additional targets, which you must touch. Well, I'm just trying to work out, like, the touching part. Because we have to be touching. But isn't, isn't you know, the mutation stuff, like, kind of under control when you're not angry? It's emotional in general. All right, yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, intense emotion, like, because if you can't do it, that's fine. But if we can cut off three weeks of travel in, like, an instant, that's huge. Oh, yeah, massive. And, like, also, maybe Buddy Cop kind of loses track of us? I feel like if I'm imitating Bastion, that would give him a bigger hint of where we're going. Uh, oh, shit, maybe. But since we're not going to the Westwoods... Well, we still might. Bodrov is on the way, at least. But... I mean, I just need you to sign this liability waiver. Are you fucking... Somehow Chacha pulls out a liability waiver, like three copies of a liability waiver. You've become a guardian and true. Paperwork. Race takes a look at it and is like, this is actually pretty well drawn out, Chacha. Kudos on the terms. Thank you. And he signs his name. We got one. Next signs. Two. The fucking paperwork. Dilly says as he just, <laughs> in a daze, signs his name. Like, chef, all right. Three. So just so you know, Cha-Cha, in order for you all to go, including Hubert the First, it will be two levels of effort, because Hubert the First is a fourth entity. Aster, do you need to sign a liability waiver, too? Or does Dilly's signature count as your guardian? An illusion will appear unless Dilly stops it. Dilly will allow it. A full-size Astra appears and says, I'm at his mercy, and then disappears. Congratulations, Dilly. Astra acknowledges you as his legal guardian. Uh, just Can you just teleport my head so I can just be done with this? <sighs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> okay, we're doing this. And so it's like six intellect. Wait, no, nine, 12 intellect points. 12 intellect points minus whatever your edge is. My edge is four. We're doing this. Do I need to roll a die? Why did I grab a dice? No, you do not. If you're spending the effort, you're just spending points. Okay, then. Where in Shalmas that you have been before are you trying to transport yourselves to? That, uh, should we go to the place where we met the merchant, the merchant shop? Oh, yeah. It wasn't Clemuel. Clemuel was the person we were going to look for, right? Oh, we're going to that dive bar where they made the Uh, door? No, 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 no. Cha-cha, this... We're basically going to the Shalmas version of Mama Jaren. Because Salah was the caller in a Shalmas, right? Salah is technically technically who Stannis reports to. Uh Oh. Salah is the Vlad to Stannis. Okay, we're going there. With no donors, we're just going to be like, nug, nug, motherfucker. Hope you weren't in the shower or on the turlet. Cha-cha, please give me a nine intellectual. Seventeen. Okay, cool. You managed to stay calm during this experiment that you know will risk your friend's life. <laughs> you guys appear in Salah's shop. There are two patrons in there, a man and a woman, who scream and run out of the building. And Salah, from behind the counter, looks at you all and says, I was wondering when I would see you losers again. Damn. And that's where we'll end this episode. (laughs) Salah is a dick. Alex, something about this episode. Oh, I liked the meta... Is it... No, it's theoretical talk about can you be charged with a crime in the ninth world if you don't know what the crime... It was crime. Is ignorance of the law an excuse in the ninth world? Stay tuned. Exactly. And can you just say, oopsie doodle, I was PMSing? (laughs) (laughs) The answer is that legally is no. Especially Navarine. Like, the queen's not going to let that shit fly. Yeah, maybe in a patriarchy, you could pull that. What if you say you were hangry? Oh, that might get... Yeah, that's... uh, Everyone can relate to that. I mean, hangry would definitely sway me if I was your judge. (laughs) You ever just get hangry and do crimes? Literally never. Then you haven't lived, Stace. (laughs) Cool. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week, it is Samson's turn. Samson, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? I would offer the listeners an XP to check out a little game called Tunic. Oh, I've heard of that. This is a 3D isometric hack and slash kind of game. Looks very much like it's going to be a Zelda clone, and that's the trap. It is, in fact, Dark Souls. Oh, no. But it doesn't really, like, show that until, like, 10 or, like, 20 hours in. And it's also adorable because it looks like a little Pixar fox just, like, running around this, like, cute little kid's world. Anyway, the gameplay itself is fine. It's a video game. But uh, what I really want to talk about, why I want to everyone to check this out, is the way this game presents itself, like, Instead of a tutorial where you like go through the basic actions and the game tells you explicitly what's happening, what Tunic does is it leaves uh, pieces of a what looks to be a video game manual strewn about the world. And it's by reading that manual they figure out what the controls are, what the mechanics are, huh. the map, what you're supposed to be doing. But the twist is a majority of the manual is in a made-up language. So you need to like figure out what all the things mean. A lot of it's very obvious, like, this button is obviously, or this is a controller. This is obviously what this picture means. But some of it is just like, I don't know what this means. It's not explicit, so I need to do experiment. 
Ooh. And that's the kind of shit I love, making me feel like a smart, good boy. You like them puzzles? I do. I, I do. I like when video games are somewhat oblique, but not in like a dickish way, in a way that keeps me engaged. And Fair. Tunic is doing that, and it's I fucking love that game. But yeah, that's how uh, this game presents itself. And then you'll find like pages in the world that explain mechanics that you've had this entire time. But you just didn't know, because why would you ever try to do, like, this certain button press or this certain, like, button combination or whatever? And it's just a bunch of shit like that. It also kind of, like, does stuff like that in the, kind of, like, the level design. So there'll be, like, hidden pathways, like, on the opposite sides of buildings that you can't, like, see. But it's only until, like, you, like, come out from a dungeon and they're like, oh my god, I'm right here and this was always open to me. I just did not know. Knowledge is just as important as how good the numbers are on your sword shit like that uh but yeah that's uh tunic highly recommend as of recording it is free on xbox game pass so check on that when you hear this other than that i think it's about 30 bucks on like steam or gog or wherever you get games definitely worth it sounds badass it's awesome game pass for pc yes okay very cool well samson if people wanted to tell us what they think about tunic or the podcast how would they do that well, they can find us on the internet. Easiest way to do that would be to go to our website, explorerswanted.fm, find all our episodes, transcripts, and our socials, such as on Twitter, where we are at Explorers Wanted, on Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast, or if you just want to hang out with us more directly in, in a far less toxic environment than Twitter, explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. We have a bunch of fun channels there, talk about animals, plants, memes, video games. Also, if you'd like to support us, patreon.com slash explorerswanted is the best place to give us money. Additionally, our dice affiliate code with Die Hard Dice, Explorers Wanted at checkout and get 10% off your dice. Absolutely. And if you can't support us financially, we totally understand. The best thing that you could do for us is to tell a friend, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. The second best thing you could do is to leave us a five-star rating and review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts. That really helps people who are looking for new shows to really give us a chance. If you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was meh, well, remember that you are not your thoughts. That savage inner monologue doesn't define you, as well it shouldn't. But don't let on that you know that. Because like all beasts, your thoughts have teeth. Better to let them think you one of the pack. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. I should still be at Slam Potato. I mean, I'm just like super in love with Le Trunk, like as a being and as a concept. <laughs> I'm also not fat and just all muscle from walking mood. You can find me on Twitter at Realty Unicorn or T with the Unicorn on Twitch. All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! bye.